heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fucking and fucking and fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fucking and fucking and fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fat boy slim is fucking in heaven fucking and fucking and fucking in hey everybody we're back with another episode of let's get something straight the podcast where two lifelong best friends one gay and one straight talk about everything from parenting and relationships to mental health sex and the dumb things we did when we were drunk we laughed through it all and we hope you guys will too here's your invitation to the conversation so let's get something straight Boy Slim is fucking in heaven. Fat Boy Slim in fucking in heaven. Fat Boy Slim is fucking in heaven. Fucking and fucking and fucking and fucking. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello, Amy. Hi, Marissa. So, today, our topic is Woodstock 1999. So, in light of Netflix's three-part documentary, Trainwreck, which if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. This documentary chronicles some of the history of the original Woodstock in 1969, but more importantly, the planning and the ultimate horrific result of the 1999 festival and the 30th anniversary of Woodstock. So some have called it, Amy, the day music died. Mm. It was such a catastrophe. It ended all plans for a future Woodstock festival. So with that, we have Let's Get Something Straight's First guest host for today, our dear, lifelong, loving friend, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Yay. So, guys, Amy and Lori actually went to Woodstock in 1999. They were 21 years old, although if you looked at pictures, they look like they're 15. <laughs> but they were actually legal age. <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> I wish um, I still look like I did when I went to Woodstock. Oh, my gosh. You both look like babies. <laughs> So anyway, they're here to share their experiences. We're going to do a little interview style. We'll talk about the Woodstock 99 um, experiences that they had. We'll talk about the Netflix special. You guys have to see it. It's called Trainwreck. Who doesn't love to watch a train wreck? <laughs> so anyway, let's get into it. Woodstock 94. So let's talk about some of the fundamental problems that this catastrophe in 99 kind of had just going into it. So Woodstock 94 was the 25th anniversary of the original festival and the festival of the mud people since it rained for like two of the three days of the festival was a complete money pit and a mud pit but a money pit so there were no profits made by the production team the location the housing facilities the roads the security and medical facilities all of that had to be built before the festival so that soaked up a majority of the costs and because, like, the fencing and other aims to keep non-paying festival goers out and paying ticket holders in was destroyed before the start of the second day due to, like, rain and foundation failures, more than half of the festival goers in 94 didn't pay for tickets. Same thing in the original Woodstock. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're going to do it. It's too many people. They broke all the barriers to get in. So 94 was, like, a huge financial loss. So Woodstock 99, five years later, had to owe 
to the losses incurred by the 94 festival. So 99 was hosted at Griffiths Air Force Base, which although it did have like already built housing and facilities, was mostly on a tarmac, unbelievably hot in the end of July. Mm -hmm. And the first fundamental problem with the 99 festival was all of the vendors. So the ticket holders were searched upon entering the gates of the festival and all food and beverages, including water, were confiscated. Like they took everybody's stuff and it was enforcing people to purchase all their food and drinks from the vendor village, which was outsourced and price gouging occurred almost immediately. So at the start of the festival in 99, a water, like a bottle of water was $4, but by the end of the festival, it was like $14. So Amy and Lori, Talk to us about the process of entering 99 Woodstock. What, what are you, were you able to sneak food in or beverages? What was it like when you entered? So when we first arrived, they checked all your shit and, mm-hmm. like, seriously. Like, they emptied all your bags. If you had any coolers, they, they took everything. You couldn't bring anything with you. What, what did you bring? What did you we have with you? tried to bring water and shit in, and they, yeah. they took it. Yeah. They took your water. Can't have water. Took it. They're like, we have it inside. You have to purchase everything inside. That's fucked. So at immediately you're thinking like, fuck. They just strip you of all your shit. Well, no, I wasn't thinking that they weren't prepared for this after the first destruction. So I was like, all right, right. Yeah. I, knew, I was prepared. I knew it was going to be, I mean, anywhere you go that has 300,000 people, it's going to be a fucked up situation. Yeah. It's very hard to have that many people in one space for that length of time. Um, so you get there. Who who drove? I drove. Okay. And then what was it like, you know, was there like long lines? It was long lines. Yeah. So we saw, as soon as we pulled up, we knew. I think we actually had some beer and we we're like, we were watching. We're like, oh, we, we apart from Yeah, that. we left it in the, we're like, we can't bring this. Did you I'm get like, the sense that you could come in and out? Like go back to your car if you needed to? Or did. was it like you're in? Anarchy. Second day, you do whatever the hell you wanted. We were in and out a million times. We rode into town. They had a school. But originally, though, when you first got in, was it like? like originally, I thought it was going to be like normal because there was like security guards. They had the right like, bonding people. Yeah, checking the bags, and there was like tons of security people like checking you in or ticket people like scanning your tickets. But then it was like after we got inside or after that day. Oof. Yeah, what's wow. it what's it like though when you first get in? Like people what what does it look like? You didn't get there. So f- it started Friday the festival. <clears throat> right. And most people didn't get there early. Like, I don't think we got there early. Did no. We early? It we said had, it started at noon. We had to yeah, set up a tent. Yeah. So okay, I remember yeah. that was the first thing that we had to do. And it was like like just plain open like no shade. Field. Yeah. No it was an air, it was an shade. airport. No trees. Trees. Yeah, it was an air an air force space. As an albino, I'm like, oh, as an albino. I'm like, I gotta set this up so I can sit inside so I can get right. in the shade a little bit. That's the only shade you had was your yeah. own tent. Or yeah. you lay next to a tent on the ground where it was, where it was casting a shadow, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was our first thing. It was like, we have to we have to get a tent Get in spot, and set up. Get up the tent, set up the tent so we can get some shade. So the next, like, fundamental issue with the festival were the toilets and, like, the, these other accommodations, just, like, bare minimum humane accommodations. There were so few, like porta potties for the amount of people that were in attendance, which at, at, counted at the most was 300,000 people to full capacity. So garbage, waste management was like non-existent. There were trash areas quickly overfilled. And at some point, festival goers were like throwing empty bottles and garbage at the bands and the crew on stages. True. So then... People are pissed. Yeah. Then, like you said, also lack of shade. There's no... to enter the place. Yeah. The tickets were expensive back then. Right. 
it can be done right. You just have to spend the money to do it right. You just have to spend the money. Don't want to do. Well, they didn't. Well, they certainly didn't want to spend any more money. They were looking to make money because they lost yeah. so much in '94. So that was kind of like the the initial problem. So and it's an Air Force base. There's no and it's it's tarmac. There's just very pavement. little grass. Mild right. Pavement. Yeah. Like I unshaded. Even know where you would shower. Like we got lucky because speaking yeah. of the toilets and the shower facilities. I don't even know where the showers were because we were showered when we went Friday. We spent all day Saturday no shower, and luckily Sunday, or no, Saturday we met those people. Or Sunday did we meet them? I think we met them Saturday. Well, before you even get to to that part, just talking about, like, how it got so disgusting, so, like, inhumane so fast with the garbage and the and the, the over the yeah, and the amount of people, people and the heat and dehydration did, like did you guys see a lot of like medical staff around or people oh, no. helping or no. like people passing out no, no. what was that once like? we entered the park there was we saw no security no police mm. no medical you nothing. were on your own your ass you was, on it your was own. just the there's people stalkers. holding signs up selling drugs like in front of security yeah. they didn't care like there was no it was lawless wow. like as females we were nervous we yeah. saw the lawlessness on day one you would have watched your own ass with your group on we day one that's how quickly like you walk in and you're like day one. it's Woodstock it's amazing yeah. you're excited yeah. and it's like this is gonna be a shit show yes. how are By we gonna survive the first night everything was fucked yeah wow Mm-hmm. It got out of hand real quick. But real quick. Thank goodness for Max. Our buddy Max was the guy that just like went around with us everywhere. So yeah, we're out there, Max. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we, had guys in our group, we had a couple guys in our group that, and we befriended like two guys there. That did I, you go with other people or did you? It was yeah, just the two we of you. We went with people from my job. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But we didn't hang out with them the whole time. Some people get separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we had met two outsider guys that were on there on their own and they latched on to us and they yeah, were cool Emory as shit. And Max. So we so had two I mean, boys though. that were with us the whole like, time. Like our experience was. So that made it. Okay. Your experience was, was different then. And, you know, people and the group that, around that, us was friendlier. Like yeah. people had water and shit. And like I said, so the next day we were able to go into town, and you could bring anything in. We we sold beer. We sold so much beer. Well, yeah. But so before you get to that, so I wanted to talk about. It. So you were saying like the lawlessness. There was no security, nope. no police, nothing. But nothing. so if you watch the documentary, the the guy that um, was the organizer of the original Woodstock, his name's Michael Lang, or his name was Michael Lang. He actually passed away three months after making this wow. documentary. Yeah, crazy. Um, but he had said that he didn't want any armed personnel present. So he basically hired hired like teenagers with zero experience to work security who wore these like yellow t-shirts that said peace patrol because it's supposed to be Woodstock peace and love and all that kind of shit so anything but (laughs) what I was wondering like you're talking about at some point you were able to come like come in and out how easy was it to then get something past these peace patrol officers no one was there so you were what were you able to go off the grounds come back sneak stuff in so so talk about that once you figured out that like there was nothing that would bring you into town because I guess they realized but time out let's talk about the school buses and what we did on the back of the school bus me and Amy going into town oh we would get smoking joints and back then I think there is a picture of you on a school bus. I'm like, what's your doing on that school I do. Bus. I have a picture of Amy smoking a joint on the back of a school bus because at the time, wow, I was like becoming a teacher and I thought it was really wild that, oh yeah, let's smoke a joint in the back of a, of a school bus. bus. <laughs> right? So going into town, we're smoking a joint, going to town, and me and Amy, we, we get 30 packs. And coming Cheap, back, 11 bucks the walls were down already. The walls were already down. Really? Down. And this is Saturday morning. Walk right in. 
No, so, so no, no one needed a ticket, nothing. Nothing. So who knows how many people were truly there? It's yeah. probably more than that. This was well, the yeah. Day. And we just we t- we took our thirty packs, we brought them in, and then we were selling them, of course, two for five. <laughs> we made so much <laughs> money. It was a bargain. You guys made money. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else like price no, gouging. Fourteen dollars for a bottle of water. Amy and Lori are two selling beers out of the back of a tent. <laughs> two for five, making fucking boatloads of money. And drinking it, and we made back. Like I think we made like two grand. I'm not even kidding around. I don't know about two grand, but we made. We made no, I think it was money. like more. It was like sixteen hundred bucks. You made back your ticket money for sure, and, and, some, and, and anything you and your drug money, and your drug money, and <laughs> anything that you spent. Did you did you were you guys selling weed too? No, no, we weren't no. selling any drugs or anything. But we people had. were selling everything. They like I said, oh yeah, people walking around with signs up like it's fucking shop right. You yeah, know? they were like, well, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a person like, there that wasn't stoned on something. Pounds. Yeah, oh, you had to be. Yeah, I admit it fully. I was drugged for seventy two hours because you could not yeah. stand for those situations if you were sober. if you were sober. There, oh, nobody was fucking. You would have left Friday night if you were sober. Oh my god, and it just it astounds me like how quick it got so out of hand. You're saying you left Saturday morning on a bus, you came back, the walls are down, like yep. it's fucking yes, anarchy. No, the walls were down when we left. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's why we left, because we know we'd get back in with no issue. So complete lack of laws, just a lawless country, yeah. like insanity. But we food, so then we had gotten food and water. Like most people didn't even leave. Those buses, we had no problem getting them because people weren't leaving. They were watching all the bands. Right. People were staying. No, but she mentioned Peace Patrol on the T-shirt. Yeah. Oh. I didn't see one Peace Patrol. <laughs> no, I didn't see one. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Seriously? They had these no, yellow. You no, gotta. You, no. Non-existent. Non-existent. As a woman, I'm telling you, we felt unsafe. Yeah. We so much so that we didn't sleep at night. We made it a rule: we're not sleeping at night. Bad shit was happening at night there. The yeah. day was better. Days were always better. Yeah. We, we refused to sleep at night, me and Lori. How close to the stages the did day. you guys get? Like, oh, we I mean, were, I'm assuming that it... James Brown, we were close. James Brown opened yeah, the show. Yeah, for the first, I would say, for the first guy, we were, I must have been, we were row seven. I don't even know. The funny story about James Brown, just as a side note, was that he was the only act that wasn't like 100% booked. He said, I'll show up but I want you to pay me in full before I go on the stage. And the showrunners were like, fuck you, James Brown. Watch this. And he goes out and he says something like, James Brown, and the 300,000 yeah. people go fucking nuts. Yeah. Now you're not going to come out yeah. on stage? And he basically like, fucking like, blackmailed him. Yeah. They blackmailed him. Like, now tell me you're not going to fucking come out on stage. Right. There's 300,000 people. Right. And he was so good. I remember. He was so I was good. Like, and he did. He came out and he performed. He actually he opened, so good. he opened the show on, on Friday. Now, mind you, I was not there. I only know this because I watched the documentary, which was fucking no, insane. I, I saw him. And oh that, my God. That was one of the shows that we actually did go see. Yes. We went to see but, him. We saw, we saw Limp Bizkit. We yeah. saw. Metallica. Oh, wait. So I want to talk to you guys about Limp Bizkit. We didn't see Red Hot Chili Peppers because that was when they, all that shit went down. They, you know, that was at the end. But watched it on TV at someone's All right. Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. So I want to get into this story with, um, you know, the opening song, um, Fat Boy Slim is fucking in heaven, because Amy remembers that in in the rape. So, but let me, let me give you some background. So it's complete lawlessness. Women are reporting all of this lack of security. Security that did exist was paid off with drugs and alcohol. There was this sense of lawlessness, and many women were sexually harassed, groped, even raped. Just in the crowd. Yeah. In the documentary, there is a point where Fat Boy Slim is in this rave complex and he's opening up I think it was it, it was Saturday night and the manager of the complex in the middle of the Fat Boy Slim set looks out into the crowd and he sees this van like slowly moving in towards and through the crowd of people that are like dancing and towards the stage in the middle of this 
airplane hangar. That's like the rave at night. So when he gets close to the van, they finally get it to stop moving, and the driver is like nearly passed out. He's so high on ecstasy. They get the van stopped. They pry open the back of the van, and they find an unconscious, naked 15-year-old oh, being raped. So they get her out. They put her in an, in an ambulance right away. The guy that assaults her takes off running. They don't ever catch him. Motherfucker. Oh, so then they say to Fatboy Slim, who's like, what the fuck is going on? He's looking out into the audience. They're like, you got to get the fuck out of here. So you guys were there yeah. at that time. Because, Amy, you had said you remember hearing Fatboy Slim's opening song. Yeah. Fatboy Slim is fucking in heaven. So as all this happened, he left so what can you guys remember happening in that rave complex from your that. perspective from my perspective we, I don't even remember a van you don't yeah. even remember seeing no, the van how big was this big. airplane big hanger that you were there and yeah. this this fucking event happens with a van coming into the so crowd big. and you guys it, it could have been two blocks away from well, there like, Marissa, we yeah. were there physically but mentally <laughs> well I mean, we were example, on of, an ecstasy ride so we would see things and think that they're there but they're not there. Vice versa. And I'll give you an example. There you go. Amy was standing next to Lori. And Fatboy Slim oh, yeah. is doing his set. Yeah. And I told you. So I, this obviously is before the van incident because if he's seen, on stage, this didn't happen. Yet. I haven't seen this documentary. And Marissa goes, what do you remember from that? I go, I remember dropping an ecstasy pill. And all I remember hearing <laughs> was being loud as fuck. Fatboy Slim is fucking in heaven. Uh, Fatboy Slim. And I was like a little zombie out of right? the tent. Yeah, <laughs> but this <laughs> asshole, right? Gotta go there. This gotta asshole. go there. Dancing. <laughs> Right? So I'm standing right next to her. She's dancing and she's staring at the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> so I go, I, I go like this. I go, this is a true story. Tap, tap on her shoulder. <laughs> and she looks at me and I, 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 take, I, I look at Amy and I go, that way. <laughs> that way. Look at that way. Dude, I, I, saw saw I go. I go to my Amy. Look over there. It's over there. there. You're <laughs> looking at a wall. I'm like the only person facing the other way. No, I, there's, really? a sea, there's a sea of people, and there's Amy with her black book bag and red blinking light on it. And I'm like, damn, this jam is fucking awesome. I'm like taking it all in. I'm like, I'm at Woodstock '99. I try to do that in my life when I'm really fucked up and I'm enjoying the moment. I take it into my mind and I go, this is a moment that yeah. I want you to capture. Sure. You, yeah. you, have some, you only get like 10 of those in your lifetime. This and is one of them. I'm staring and I'm having the time of my life, man. And I'm and I see him <laughs> spinning and Morty taps me and I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. And Morty goes, over there. he's over there. <laughs> I'm like, ew. I had hallucinated a whole <laughs> DJ booth, fat voice did, blend. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. Looking oh at a mic wall. Oh my God. Do you so, remember when, his, been there, do you remember when his set ended? No. no. Because they, according no, they to the documentary... Long, long. No, we would stay up all night. No, I no, but but particularly Fatboy Slim. They got his ass off the stage, like, in the middle of a song. If you watch the documentary, th- this van shit happened. They were like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Actually, the craziest part was when you would... Because we wouldn't sleep at night. We yeah. Would purposely not. When... When you would get in the morning, it would be like 7 in the morning. You'd be walking through to go back to your tent. That's like the craziest shit. It was oh, like zombie apocalypse shit. People like just people just lay on the ground. Just fucking sleep. On the ground. In the mud. 
fucking porta potties are right there with tar masks. That, by the way, that was not mud. And I don't know. If they, yeah, and I don't. <laughs> that was know. not mud. And they I, said it in the documentary. They're, the 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 water that was free. Apparently, they had like water fountains that were free. They, they, shut they them all. Off. They shut them off. They shut them off because they were like malfunctioning. Making, making and they yeah, washing. and in in that porta potty area, that people were rolling around thinking they were the mud people what? from '94. Yeah, that was shit. shit. Let me tell you, people was, were getting trench mouth. Ugh. We're like, yeah. Near, we didn't go. I, I didn't use a. I didn't use a, I didn't use a porta potty in. I remember the facility that, well. that you're talking about. That yeah. look, it wasn't a shower. You know what it was? Think of a big like me and Lori are like we're not going cylinder that goes up to about your waist high. Right? Yeah. And then it had like it goes it dips in like that, so it's like the water could come out. It could be like a, a sink around it. Right. And then on top there was like a little a higher one where it sprayed out water. Right. So the showers were open. Put your head in. <laughs> Wash your head off, and that's it. And that's yeah. it. There yeah. wasn't showers. There weren't showers. Yeah. But then they turned that they, off. People yeah. were using that for drinking water, but like you said, yeah, after they a while, that was they just shut it off. Yeah. And then we had no water. There was fucking parasites in that shit. Well, we people were coming away getting water. Right. People we were water. people were getting trench mouth, like where you it's like that's sores disgusting. and shit that's in your mouth, disgusting. and then people rolling around in what they think is mud. Were the no. mud people? They no, you're rolling drugs. in yeah. shit. Yes. <laughs> so what happened was Amy drugs and beer. Thank goodness, yeah. good old American beer. Right. So I want to I want to I want to go after the Fat Boy Slim thing. So after that debacle, the vandalism happening at the festival moves from like a few isolated incidents to like mass fucking mayhem. So much of this is due to obviously terrible experience the attendees are having lack of clean water lack of clean toilets no other facilities extreme heat obnoxious price gouging on everything and the set lineup so this was interesting in the documentary between corn limp biscuit rage against the machine there were like a number of these anti-authoritarian bands which the organizer michael lang admits in the documentary that he knew nothing about these bands or what they what he didn't know anything about them he just knew that they were popular you know bands of the day but he didn't really know anything so once the crowd gets amped up there's no calming them down cheryl crow was harassed on stage or throwing garbage at her jewel performed same thing they don't give a fuck about her so at one point limp biscuit <laughs> gets up like corn right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they were the, the hot ones. they were the hot ones right Bush. so so listen so limp biscuit gets up and plays their song break stuff oh yeah they, he oh, yeah. Put, they ripped the walls down he, people he literally yeah people were literally starting they to like tear down and he was jumping on it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I they tore that. down we a sound tower. Did yeah. you see when they saw? We were, like, right, we were there, like in the crowd, watching when biscuit set. It was nuts. That's when. That's when they started. They started ripping shit apart. Yeah, that was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was also during Metallica's performance, part of the stage was torn off. I think you saw that, Lori. Yeah. We lucked out in Metallica. I have a good story about that. It was one of these skies where it's about to storm it's purple yeah, it like, mm. and it was cool for once yeah. it actually cooled off the sun was out and i mean in for once yeah and there was a preg- so, th- so this is what i say that it's different experiences there was a pregnant woman near us in the crowd and these a group pregnant of, woman and these group of marines made a circle for her to stand in you're kidding and then let me and lori stand in it really See, there was, awesome. was there was some goodness yeah. going on. I mean, I had to share, you know, I was like drinking brandy with the Marines, but they were so nice. Like, drinking brandy with the Marines? Yeah, they made a circle for us to stand in a crowd of full of people. So there's no awesome. washing, we didn't have to worry about I'm standing like la la la, nice and relaxed watching Metallica. Well, yeah, that was the other thing, too. The mosh pits were fucking insane. Mm-hmm. They, and, and the other thing, too, they were, everybody was naked, apparently. There's a lot of topless. Yeah, a lot topless. of Yeah. Because we're seeing in the documentary, like the girl, topless girls are like body Which was surfing, crazy because yeah. and dudes are 
like dudes are groping them and like finger popping them and yeah, it was crazy. It was bad. They were trying to grab these people. Like I and we saw that firsthand. I was we almost fought how many guys for that, and then I gave up because I'm like, do these girls? I don't know. Maybe the girls they looked happy. He crowd surfing. I mean, I'm like, I'm not gonna get my ass kicked. Why would you take your top off and go crowd surfing? Like, come on. Like, you think no one's gonna touch your boob? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. Yeah. But then I guess. She, they were out of their minds. Too. They were all, yeah, everybody. So um, you guys, I don't know if you said, we'll get to that at what point you left. But anyway, Red Hot Chili Pe- uh, Peppers plays, and they they were like the ending act. Um, so at one point, the, the organizers, this was right after Columbine, too, the Columbine shooting. So the organizers oh, wow. in their whole, like, peace and love, we want this to be like a hippie Woodstock, think it's a good idea towards the end to do a 100,000 candlelight vigil. That's where the fire came yeah. from. The organizers were handing out candles. Is that what so that was? Yes. I didn't, so that's where... You weren't there. 100,000 candles was handed out. Red Hot Chili Peppers ends the show. Of course, Flea is completely naked. Com- like, not even, not even a sock. It's not on TV. Yeah. Completely naked. So then they play Jimi Hendrix, Let Me Stand Next to Your Fire. Oh, yeah. Fires. Because oh, these yeah. fuckers have candles. Because Michael Lang thought that was a good fucking idea. Hand these drugged out Gen X pissed <laughs> off fucking teenagers in early 20s. Yeah. Candles. Candles. To light and fuck it. So now there's actual fires. Yes. So now it's like, this is the end. It's totally getting the fuck out of control. So your experience up to this point. So there is some goodness, right? Amy's talking about the military dudes surrounding you guys. We also met a lovely couple. It was a brother and sister and the brother's girlfriend. And we were partying with them. Was that Sunday or Saturday? I think that was Saturday. No, it was... It had to have been Sunday, because you said you didn't shower Saturday. So we were going to leave till Monday. Right. So Sunday, they let us go to their house, which was up the block. Literally, we walked there. Let us go in their air conditioner, take a shower. It was very cool. That's They cooked us food on the grill, and we didn't even go back. It was on TV. In their house. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, MTV was broadcasting it. They also had, like, a pay-per-view, too. And they were like, why don't you guys just crash here? And we're like, no, we're just going to go back. So we went back to the festival Sunday after we left these people's house. They were like, just crash here, because we were going to leave Monday. Right. And I was like, no, I just want to make sure our shit's back there. Like, yeah. Let's just wrap up our shit. We'll Where's your sure. car? There. Yeah, your car's there too. Yeah. In the parking lot. So, so you go back. To, to that end. So yeah. we go back. We're, we're chilling. We drop again. Yep. Yeah. Because we're leaving the next day. And all of a sudden I see. We're sitting on the tarmac. Police in riot gear. Yep. But what's going on, right? there? Because at that point there were there was so, fires. Is it dark out? Yeah. Yes. When but that people have to realize it's so fucking big this place. Yeah. That, that it would be easy to miss shit. Over there, yeah. I mean, it, th- this is an Air Force base. It could yeah. be as big as Clark and Cranford. Yeah. So that yeah. could have happened in Cranford. Like, and I'm right. in Clark. Yeah, and I you wouldn't see that. And you wouldn't have seen yeah. it. Yeah. So you're, that was by the stage. So we had moved away from the stage by then because people were getting we're, crazy. We were so more we were by, like, like, way the hangar. Like, by the really hangar. Okay. By all of our shit. Like, yeah. By, it was far. What was the last band you remember seeing live? Because you said you saw Red Hot Chili Peppers on TV. I think Metallica. I think it was Metallica. You saw Limp Bizkit. We saw someone during that because they had side stages. Did you see? I think Corn went on earlier. They had side stages. Remember the side stages? They had smaller side stages. But who I remember big was was um, 
Metallica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what a way to end. It was fucking awesome. Purple sky. Yeah. And enter Sandman. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. the storms coming in. <laughs> and that's when, when they got in the tower, when everyone started climbing the tower. And I'm like, ah. yeah, they, they, they ripped yeah. the tower down. The sound tower. They ripped that down. Oh, they flipped cars. That's crazy. So at what point are you looking around like it's fucking May? Then, then what I happens? Said. No, I remember. Because like we I said, sitting. when we were sitting, it started... When you talked about the fires, right? Yeah. It started we like raining um, embers. Yeah. It was like embers are all around. Me and you're sitting there. We're like kind Stoned of stoned out of your fucking like, kind of on ecstasy. I like. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> and um, so we're kind of like tripping. We're sitting there, but it was that one moment where me and Amy just looked at each other when we saw the SWAT police. Yeah. When we just looked at each other, and even on drugs, we knew. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yep. So then what left happens? Left our shit. Left our shit there. Just we left. tried. We went, we went back to the We're tent. We're trying to drag it. We started, it. like, packing everything up, and then we just started seeing What did you have? What, well, we had a tent. Oh, we had shit. Like, yeah. We, I don't know, clothes, our tent. Yeah, and did you, know, you have, you, did tent. you have, like... We left the tent. I yeah. Think we, had talk. We, started, we were dragging it, but then it was, like, too slow, and then we started seeing people flip cars, and he was like, fuck this, drop it, let's go, let's run. Do you know and 12, 12 semi-trucks, 12 semi-trucks? Exploded. Yeah. Did you hear that? I heard what made no. me twelve of them on what? fire exploded. Oh, there were cars on fire. There was no like cars. eighteen wheelers. Yeah. Trucks. I, I just twelve of them I, in a row on fire. Boom, boom, boom. I honestly You didn't fucking you guys we were laughed. stoned as fuck. <laughs> or that, or I you were gone by then. I were in my head going, get the fuck out. Yeah. My dad was like, but get we the just fuck knew. Out. We just, we, and I was we, like, we, we knew. We each like, other. We sensed that fear. We're like, we just, and we left it. our shit. We just, I said, leave it, Lord. Get and we the did. Work. This I'm is like, you want your tent? It was like a brand new tent. We ran. Fuck that tent. I left it. She goes, she's like, I'm like, I would like to leave my life. I don't fuck about this tent. Yeah. We literally ran to my car. And she doesn't run. And at the time, I'm running. So I'm like running. At the time, I'm running. I got this duck legged wobbler. Come on in. Well, you're also stoned but and I just running. Say, yeah, we were we were a little bit on ecstasy. <laughs> no, you were <laughs> fucked up, and then got and your drove, all the way home. drove. How long but did it we take you to get home? Smart to get out of there. No, you had you had to. So one more thing, I have my little Mitsubishi Eclipse. That little fucking. If anybody doesn't know, remember that car. It's like a little two seater coupe, little thing. There's people like us that are smart trying to get out. Now there's a line. Everyone's thinking the same thing. Yeah. You have three hundred thousand people. There's one yeah. fucking entrance and exit. Amy drove, remember me? I, yep. drove, I drove all the way across, broke through like a chain. She was driving on the grass on the side. I, I cut, I cut the whole line. I said, I said, I just pray we don't get a flat tire. I cut the whole line. Oh I go, I gotta get the fuck out. I go, we could be here for days trying to get out. Yeah. I fucking broke through a chain link fence, like a fence with my car. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's like crazy. Duke's like, ass. We were just driving in a grass field. Like, oh my God. But you definitely had to have that sense of like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We oh, but we both had it at the same yeah, time. Yeah. We just looked at each other. We're like, SWAT team? Because we were just like the next day. That was yeah. the first time we ever saw security or police. That was the first time there was there was security or police. But there. I said they it, didn't, they don't they had nothing. The firemen didn't want to come in to put out the fire. That's true. The firemen were afraid of the attendees. They didn't want to come put out that. That's on the yeah. documentary. The fire, the firemen you didn't want to come in. Ass. They had a fire department on site and, and the, the organizers are calling the fire department on site. They didn't even have to come. They were already there. They're like, we ain't fucking going out with those people. They're nuts. You were on, you knew being there, which is a feeling I've never felt, because in all honesty, looking back at my age, I would have fucking left the second I got there. I would have been like, fuck this. <laughs> this is not For fun. several reasons, but I'm talking about the safety issue that I guess at 21, your brain doesn't think of as much. 
But it was forever in the back of my mind that whole weekend that anyone could do anything to you there and not yeah. be caught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There well, was it no did. laws. It weapons. By then, you have to understand, there was no security center. Like, people could have carried guns in. It could have been worse than it was. Like, oh, so, yeah. Like, there could have been a mass shooting there easily killing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and everyone, like, at that stage, you couldn't move. Yeah. If, they, if someone wanted to do a mass shooting there, yeah. it would have been... Yeah. I the don't, numbers would have been... I, there was definitely a lot of sexual assault, a lot of rape. Yeah. I, I don't... Which is bad enough. I don't think there were any... There was any loss of life. I don't think anybody died. According to the documentary, and I have to watch it again, watch right. it at the end, but... The, it's amazing. Like if you watch Michael Lang and the other um, producers of of the festival, the festival doing like press afterward, and like even the mayor of Rome, New York, doing press saying, "Oh no, everything's great. These were just some isolated incidents." But that's what's funny. That is the isolated incidents. It's funny. Like I said, where you could have been in that festival, like Lori and I would, would change your experience. Like the people around us were awesome. I right. remember giving them like water. Like we, me and Lori, had traveled out of the gates, and we were like, because mm. honestly. I felt safer outside the gate. I like that's why we kind of went too. We were like, let's take a break from inside this fucking chaos and yeah, because the get town out. was fine. It was yeah, dead. It was yeah. Like, let's go get, like, no, like, let's go get supplies. Like, what are we doing? Like people are stuck. They're like, I'm starving. I'm so thirsty. So it's not prison. Get on the go bus. Get <laughs> we go. Yeah, get, get on the fucking bus. Like, go to Detroit and go get some like, food. We wanted, like we thought of. Like we wanted <laughs> shade. The bus was shade. Y'all are smart. Y'all did Woodstock yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, we did. Those they're cheer they're cheersing, fellas. Well, we went, ladies and gentlemen. We went into town, we went into a bar in town, got drunk, sat in the shade, went back, saw a band. Yeah. Like people were like crazy festival girls as if they can't leave. Like we were looking at everyone like You're free. Yeah, this is so not like <laughs> And like to leave was so easy because nobody was leaving. We were boop boop. Yeah. Yeah, me and the other on the bus. We go into town, we find a bar. Were you driving the bus? No. <laughs> we're like getting drunk at the bar. Then we're scared of the bus driver, because you know me, I'm always crazy. I'm like, Lord, if this motherfucker tries anything, both of us gotta get on him. We were alone, <laughs> some dude, like on this bus, he could have drove us anywhere. Like who the Amy's hell always thinking. No, Amy's she is. always thinking. No, she watches those ID discussions. She does. I ain't she being knows. a victim. I know victim. I ain't gonna be a victim. We got each other, don't worry. Well, so we had a very different experience. You, it sounds like you did. I'm glad that your experience was mostly good and that you knew to get the fuck out of there when you did and okay. that you did what you did because it, you got to watch this thing if you haven't already, guys. It's it's called Trainwreck. It's on Netflix. It's three parts. But I heard people even leaving that didn't do what I did and drive across the whole fucking Air Force Base and you're... It would have taken them clips. hours. No, days they said to get out. Yeah, yeah. There was such a line. Yeah. Um, and there was one way out. It's like Route 130 like or one something. Road. Yeah, like one that's road. it. Not Amy mom. Marie. Not me. Fuck out of here. When I want to leave, when <laughs> oh, I'm in my oh, mind to leave, here we go. I'm leaving. <laughs> I literally broke through a chain. It wasn't like a chain link fence. It was like a... When I got to go, I got to go. I'll it be out. the first and it won't be the last. <laughs> High five, guys. That's fucking amazing. I love your story. That's fucking outstanding. So, all right. Let's let's do a little hump day. Today is hump day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. So, uh, I don't know if you guys are... Uh, a fan of the TikToks, as I am, obsessed with the TikToks and all of the TikTok trends. Um, but there's this new trend. Now, just to give everybody a little... I, I am blindly telling Amy and Lori about the TikTok trend of vabbing. So if you guys are listening and you know what this is, you probably already... Maybe you've <laughs> thrown up or not. I don't know. Maybe you think it's hot. What do you think of this? This is the new TikTok trend. Women are... 
how do I say this? You know what? I'm not going to be discreet. I'm not going to be nice about it. Women are finger popping themselves and then wiping it on their necks like perfume. Ew. <laughs> well, there For you what reason? Because they think it like, it, it smells like they're pheromones and it attracts that's Either of the disgusting. opposite se- All right, so two lesbians. <laughs> what do we wait, think wait, about wait, this? I was thinking about, like, wait a minute, let me try this with Jackie's. What do you So I think I think this is a straight girl thing. That's uh, disgusting. Because they think men will like smell pheromones and be attracted to them more mm. because they smell like pussy. I don't know. I don't know. Two lesbians, what do you think? Ready? Debate. Right. <laughs> do you I, want to try? I think that's Is anyone for the yay in the well, room? Or maybe no, give listen, it a try. I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> you want to give it a try? Lori's yeah, going to give it a my, try. Well, my scent is good, so... Well, I mean, then if you're... Ex- exactly. I mean, if you're confident with, like, you know, your goings-ons... I have to be totally honest with you. I'm not down with finger-popping myself that much. Oh. <laughs> so it's more of the 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 no. Um, I just don't I, more of the way to, no, to do, do it. But if someone personally. else could do it, for you. no, I personally wouldn't do that, and I personally wouldn't want someone that. Oh, I don't see, want I'm the do. opposite. I'm a fan for finger popping. Lori is a finger popping yes. fan. No, I'm a fan of it, yeah. not to myself. You don't. Uh, hmm. Well, this leads to more questions. <laughs> masturbation? Do you like to masturbate? Lori yourself? said masturbate. I, I just don't finger pop myself. Oh. I have a toy for that. Oh, oh, she uses I, tools. And yeah. I'm the opposite. You don't like tools. I don't need tools. You don't need tools. You've got I ten of them this. right at the end of oh. your hand. Cheap right out there. A lot of batteries in my house. Yeah, honest That's to right. God. I'm saving money on What batteries. happens if you're like... You're saving battery money. I should try this manual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drive a manual. manual Why do you stop driving a I'm stick lazy. and drive a manual? I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, especially in the summertime when Jackie's at work and I'm like watching the TV show and I'm like, oh. Lori's oh, home popping oh, herself. Oh, I would like. Thank you. Now, I, now I get to think of that midday on <laughs> Watching fucking tomorrow. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So it's official. We're, are we, we're against this. I think this oh, is Lori's for it. People like the what is going on with these Gen Z crazy people? I don't know. I'm like, Gen I X. I keep it as a surprise. I'm, I'm a Xenial. I'm a Gen X. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm into this. I I'd love to hear what like a man thinks about this. I prefer to find out myself later. No, I just think it's funny, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me let me try this, like whatever, and see if Jackie notices if there's anything on my neck or that day. Like, yeah, maybe you might get say, a little extra. Yeah, know. definitely. Let us know. Okay. okay, there you go. Let's let's get something I don't straight. Think I want my own juice on my neck. I'm 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 I think I'm vehemently against it, <laughs> but I like to. I don't know. I like to hear what like, like I don't know what a man's like, opinion of this. It's I supposed would, to trick the men. And I would like the opposite. How would women feel? If well, let's men, see if it tricks the women. Well, let's see if it tricks Jackie. Put it on their neck. Would women like it? Oh yeah, like uh, a little like like semen on the neck of a man. Call it dabbing. It would smell salty. I would call it dabbing. If it's vabbing for a woman, then it was dabbing for men. Oh, because it's a dick. Oh, you're that. that, that, Well, no, because dabbing is like the kids' dance thing. (laughs) To be padding. Capping. Penning. Capping. Oh, my God. Happy. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, I'm dying. I'm dying. All right, guys. Amy, sign us off. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This is episode 14. We were so happy to have our friend Lori on as a guest. Woo! Thank you. Maybe she'll be back for some more. We'll have to see if she wants to do it with us again. (laughs) Thank you for listening and tuning in to Let's Get Something Straight. We are getting some incredible feedback, so please keep it coming. We love it. Take us some topics and let us know. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, Amazon Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can ask Alexa to play us. Say, podcast, let's get something straight. And you can reminisce about all the insane things you did in your 20s. Like me and Lori surviving Woodstock 99. Surviving! Survivor! I'm a survivor! Real quick, Marissa goes, did you go to Woodstock? And I said, no. I I survived That's exactly what you said. We should make t-shirts. Truth. As usual, we aim to upload new content weekly. In the meantime, go dig out your old photo albums of the 90s. Remember when shit was cool. And listen to Let's Get Something Straight. Let's Get Something Straight. Thanks, Lori, for coming. Thank you for having me.